Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It finds open space and a beautiful throw. Taylor looking to throw again. Step, toss, Slayton, touchdown! On the catch and run! And the Giants are pouring it on! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Indeed, the Giants poured it on and route to a win in Week 18 against the Philadelphia Eagles as the Eagles stumble the end of the season the Cowboys end up claiming the NFC East and as a result Philly the five seed and will go on the road to Tampa next Monday night in the four or five matchup on Super Wild Card weekend we'll find out what Drew Densick the whale capper thinks of all the games coming up this weekend in a moment but coming up in 20 minutes Ken and I will give you our thoughts continued on Super Wild Card weekend Cowboys and Packers we'll go to the Rams and Lions and then we'll talk Monday night football all our bets for the national championship game to start next hour the power hour the final hour. We'll also give you our bets in the NBA and the NHL for tonight as well. But right now, the aforementioned whale capper, our friend Drew Densick, betting analyst for our friends at NBC Sports and co-host of the Deep Dive podcast. You can follow Whale on Twitter at whale underscore capper. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy NFL playoffs. How's it going? It's going well. I love this time of year. Love the matchups. Uh, I think uh, from... You know, set aside sports betting, which is why we're all here. Uh, I think just from a fan's perspective about the NFL, this is kind of the best you could ask for, right? Yeah, I mean, well, think about it, Will. Like if you, you know, week eight, week nine, you're going through like the AFC, what those yeah. seeds were going to be. This is this is better than we ever could have dreamt of in that moment for like what these matchups would have ended up being that like Stroud would be what he was and Flacco would be what he was like just get these teams in the tournament as the yeah. wild cards or as the AFC South champ and like kick out a bunch of the teams where you're like God I hope that team I hope that team doesn't make it I- I'm curious and I know you mentioned off the air like you don't have a lot of bets you're super confident and we'll still go through like some of the games and maybe get a best bet and stuff but just you said last week. And Will Brinson actually echoed it when we had him on earlier. He thinks it can be really wide open this year in terms of the bracket that we get and who ends up advancing. I know you kind of intimated that when you came on last week that, you know, I asked you, like, who stops a Ravens Niners Super Bowl? And you kind of like everybody, like everybody stops a Ravens Niners Super Bowl. There's a lot of teams out there. Do you still feel that way? Like, what's your best guess right now for how this postseason plays out? Yeah, everybody. Except for Mason Rudolph. <clears throat> um, sure. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's still uh, I think that I, I personally think the AFC is like crazy flat. Um, I know that um, it's flat at the top, I guess. Uh, I, I, you know, the, the, the Ravens are not going to get there without having to go through one of 
Houston or Cleveland. Both of those are potentially a tough out. Um, the fact that they get the extra week of rest and get healthier is obviously huge for the Ravens getting to host an AFC championship game. Uh, but I have tons of questions about how Lamar will comport himself in a playoff setting just because we've only seen it three times and none of those three games really gives you a sense that he's kind of got his nerves in control when it comes to playoff football. So there's, you know, there's still like an X factor that uh, Lamar needs to kind of perform at a, uh, you know, at his MVP level uh, if uh, the Ravens are going to be able to go toe to toe with what is some very good teams. Um, Almost certainly the Ravens are going to have to play either the Bills or the Chiefs, in my opinion. Um, Now, they're obviously chances are going to the Super Bowl are, are greater because they only have to play one of those two teams. Um, And so, you know, Chiefs potentially have to. Uh, you know, kind of do it themselves, knock out Miami, knock out Buffalo, and then knock out uh, uh, Baltimore. But I think that's a, you know, a realistic possibility. Um, and then similarly, Buffalo, I still have questions about their offense more so than their defense, which is not something I would have ever imagined saying in January of 2024, but here we are. Um, and it's definitely uh, uh, pretty easy and obvious to say they were the biggest winners of the weekend because they went from you know, potentially out looking in uh, to the two seed, uh, which is a huge swing in, uh, you know, championship equity there. But, um, you know, they they draw a pretty favorable matchup, obviously, with Pittsburgh coming to town next week. Um, and then, uh, you know, they get, uh, you know, no, but, you know, no playoff game is, uh, you know, is is uh, that easy. I just asked the Bills who struggled with Skylar Thompson last year uh, at home. So, uh, you know, it's it's definitely still com- going to be a competitive contest. And then, uh, you know, that would set up uh, potentially, uh, you know, Bills Chiefs being uh, one of the more um, outstanding kind of uh, closures to, uh, you know, a chapter of rivalry in the AFC uh, with this uh, this divisional game potentially taking place in Buffalo. Very excited for that. Um, <clears throat> I think the uh, NFC is less flat the way we see it now. And I just say that because, are we talking a week from today? And I guess, you know, not all three games will have been played, but a, a week and a day from today, like it's not crazy for me to visualize the Niners are, are, uh, uh, are alive in the NFC with the Bucks, Rams and Packers. <laughs> if that's the case, then, uh, you know, they're going to be what a minus 300 to win the NFC. So, you know, there's, there's definitely more scope for chaos and some of the uh, kind of other, you know, teams we thought were contenders, um, you know, going out early in the NFC, in my opinion. Some of that is because I think there's, you know, there's injuries to pay attention to for the Cowboys, particularly in the offensive line. There's injuries to pay attention to for the Lions now with their skill position group. Uh, and there's uh, like infinity injuries to can keep in mind for the Eagles. So, um, yeah, I think uh, the Niners were quietly winners this weekend. Uh, and the fact that, uh, uh, you know, that the, the, the Rams could take out the Lions and the Packers, who the heck knows, uh, against the Cowboys is, is going to be a competitive game. Uh, that just helps San Francisco. What's your uh, favorite bet for the weekend and why? And if you haven't placed one yet, which is fine, obviously, like it's Monday, What what is the bet that you think you're going to place that you're the most excited about for the weekend and why? Only bet I made so far was <clears throat> under on Monday Night Football. Let me see what number I got. 44.5, minus 108, Eagles, Tampa. That's down to 44. I think that's correct. Um my fare on that one is actually 43. And this is uh, basically just, uh, you know, kind of acknowledging that both quarterbacks are hurt right now. Um, you know, obviously the finger injury to uh, Hertz is not going to keep him out of the game, but is it going to affect his accuracy? Very possible. Uh, I think the uh, Baker Mayfield and what you saw against the uh, Panthers last week, a week's not 
fixing, you know, they have another, an extra day to get right, which I think is helpful, obviously, but uh, Baker Mayfield certainly not playing and with the same uh, degree of physical capabilities as he were, it was a couple of weeks ago. So uh, there's definitely a possibility that that game is just a little bit of a slog, a little bit uglier than we expected. Devonte Smith potentially out for the Eagles matters. Uh, AJ Brown dinged up matters. Uh, I think actually when I made the bet, I was actually kind of, uh, going in my head like, wow, we might actually have like um, a situation here where uh, Philadelphia is down to, you know, Julio Jones wide receiver one. <laughs> like that would uh, that would definitely be a fun way to have an under. Um, but it seems like A.J. Brown may, may be uh, able to go there. Um, but, you know, you have injuries in the offensive line. Swift's hurt. Hurts is hurt. Smith and Brown. Uh, like it's enough for me to think that uh, the Eagles are going to have to get this done ugly. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm expecting Darius Slice coming back. I'm expecting Reed Blankenship's coming back. I know Sidney Brown is out for the rest of the year, but uh, you're going to have a relatively full-strength Eagles defense and a completely banged-up Eagles offense uh, up against uh, Baker Mayfield on the road in the rain uh, and Baker Mayfield obviously dealing with some shoulder injuries. So um, definitely potential that that game is uh, a little bit on the uglier side, so I played some under. So under in uh, in Monday Night Football, uh, it's 44 and a half, 44 right now. Will telling you like maybe 43, maybe kind of where we're going in the game and we'll we'll see what happens there. Well, I'm curious like strategy wise for you. So like, I, I haven't bet any of these playoff games yet. I know you said you only made one bet. Maybe we're doing it kind of for different reasons. I'm just curious like when when there's so much, there's only obviously only a few games, heightened focus, more money being bet, like the market tends to move in different ways. Obviously injuries are still important. If, if a game starts moving in like a really strong direction in one direction, let's say like, I think there are two really obvious examples of this. The Chiefs getting bet out a lot because of all the things that are going on with that game in Miami and the Bills getting bet out a lot, especially if the weather ever improves. Mason Rudolph on the road, no TJ. These are like high profile injuries happening in the games. Are you like a wait and come back and play the other side? kind of better like are you like let's let this get like way out there and i'll come back are you like trying to bet this stuff early thinking it's gonna move like what's kind of your strategy like because honestly there's so few games even like casual betters like kind of have the chance to to be like you this week and kind of just play around <laughs> in a couple of these. yeah and uh i think the somewhat depressing reality is the season's winding down for me <laughs> from a betting standpoint. Sure. Uh, my volume in the playoffs is probably going to be pretty, uh, pretty minimal unless something really bizarre happens. Um, I, uh, I don't, uh, I, I, <clears throat> I'm definitely a player who's trying to get down midweek uh, before the kind of the final moves are made um, in terms of market uh, directional you know, directional response. Um, and if the market goes against me, I kind of say, okay, well, live with it. And if it, uh, if, if basically I think it's gone too far, I, I usually just, uh, you know, more kind of curious about why, as opposed to, uh, being willing to get in front of that and say, Oh no, this was an efficient price. So, um, you know, the numbers like, like two and a half, uh, for Cleveland, I think that's pretty much perfect. 44 uh, for Houston, Cleveland. I think that's pretty much perfect. Um, and, uh, you know, if that, if that, I was surprised actually to see that that hit three at some spots today. And, uh, you know, that it was intriguing to think, Oh, maybe I will get involved with Houston now that it's at three, but, uh, it's still, it's just, I, we're talking about razor thin edges. Um, I don't think there was really anything. I don't think it's very likely because these just aren't very hard games to price. There's a lot of known quantities. Um, and I think we're probably heading into, you know, the part of the season where, uh, these markets are, are, 
are good and the edges are narrow. And uh, if you're getting involved betting wise, you're, you're probably just doing it for, for fun. Um, and, uh, you know, that said, there may be some, you know, you, you know, there's six games to really dig into matchup wise. Um, and you can come to some understanding or, you know, some kind of clarity as to why a number is right. Uh, and then see something in a game that deviates from, you know, the expectation because of game state uh, that actually opens up opportunities to get down a bigger bet in game or at halftime uh, based on, you know, how things are playing out. Um, but, uh, you know, I think people have kind of let some teams drift a little bit price-wise. Kansas City is probably the best, uh, you know, kind of one to key on. Um, been a while since they've looked good. Offense hasn't been anywhere where we expected so far this season. Uh, don't have very many impressive wins over the last half of the year. Um, defenses, you know, the EPA per play numbers are, 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 are looking a little meh compared to, you know, we thought this may be like one of the better defenses in the NFL at the start of the season. Like, <clears throat> I look at a team like that and I'm like, man, they are freaking healthy. Like that defense is so healthy right now. And the EPA per play, if you strip out turnovers for everyone, all of a sudden they're still a top five defense uh, over the last half of the season. So um, they've been a little unlucky in that they haven't been creating turnovers uh, and they're, they're just, you know, at basically at full strength on the defensive side of the ball. So uh, I would, uh, I would say that the team with the most scope to kind of be upgraded in terms of ranking because, because just because it's drifted down is, is probably Kansas city. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the futures pools, at least I think, uh, they're worth considering because again, like Buffalo, we've seen them do stupider things <laughs> than lose to Mason Rudolph. Um, and, uh, you know, certainly, uh, you know, there's scope in my opinion for the Ravens to get upset, uh, if it ends up being uh, chalky and it's the two, three, uh, and you're sending either, you know, the winner of the Houston Cleveland game to Baltimore. Um, you know, I could see that being a competitive game if Lamar's not sharp. So, um, you know, any any anything happens to the Ravens and it's at the hands of the uh, Browns or the Texans, then, you know, you scoop an enormous amount of equity if you have Bills or Chiefs in pocket. So um, only a kind of futures play I made was Kansas City just because of their health. And uh, just I think that there is scope for the market to upgrade that team if they put together a couple of wins. We have a hard 30 seconds here for the final answer. So... And I understand you're like a judicious better. You want to make sure that, you know, that you have a you have an edge that you really like here. And you're saying, like, we're going to bet games. And, like, you're 100% right, right? Because there's not a lot of edges to be found. The numbers are really, really sharp. Then it has to just be, like, for fun or betting your opinion. So, like, let's throw the edge stuff aside here. What is, like, the game that you have an opinion, whether you bet it or not, because, like, your number tells you something, what is the game that you look at and say, my opinion is that this is going to happen? Maybe you don't bet it, but you think it's going to happen coming up this weekend in 30 seconds to close. Yeah, I think the Rams uh, the Rams stay within three. Um, three and a half is going to be bet to three, and I think that game is decided by a team with the ball last. Uh, I think the Rams defense is a little underrated and I think the Rams actually could even uh, pull off the upset there and set so up, why don't you uh, bet you know, set up some chaos. <clears throat> I have, uh, I have, let me see. I double tapped Rams to win the NFC at 80 to one and 65 to one in November. Um, so I already did. <laughs> I bet them aggressively. Right. And if, but, but like, uh, if but, the Rams, but it's like, do you think they're going to win? Like you think they're going to win on Sunday night? Yeah, I think they're going to win. 
All right, so that's good, good stuff, man. It's like I think you yeah. should, I think I think they're going to win also for what it's worth. I like the Rams also yeah. in the game, and uh, Ken and I will talk yeah. about that coming up next segment here on the show, my friend. We appreciate the time as always. <laughs> Check him out, uh, NBC Sports betting analyst, and uh, the Deep Dive Pod with our pal Andy Molitor on Twitter at Whale underscore Capper. My friend, good luck with all the bets this weekend. Enjoy the games. We'll catch up with you soon. Best of luck, guys. All right, our pal Drew Dinsick, the Whale Capper, here with us on You Better You Bet. I I agree on the Rams. And maybe it is like maybe them. the Lions can get. Yeah, I've never heard that. like a, like mob assassin terminology used for uh, used for NFL futures markets well, before. Well, the, okay. the double tap is like that's like like the Instagram phrase for like when you like a picture, yeah. you double tap. Oh, uh, okay. I was thinking more like yeah. uh, assassinating someone. So that's me. Yeah, I'm apparently like an what, 80s where, Italian where the boss. Hell is, or something. Where yeah. the hell is like yeah. your mind at? That's where guess, you went. Was I, got, I, uh, I put the Chiefs in some cement shoes. <laughs> By the way, if anyone's going to bring that up, it should be me. Uh, on the other side, Ken and I will get back to our handicap. Super wild card weekend. We'll give you a little more on the Packers and the Cowboys and then go to the Rams and the Lions in Detroit.